is Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate. Presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizis. Expert guidance for CFOs on corporate real estate planning, portfolio optimization, global transactions, driving efficiencies and cost reduction, and more. And now, here's your host, Andrew Zizis. Hello, and welcome to Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate where we bring to middle market and enterprise company CFOs the insights and strategies to deploy their company's real estate to achieve increased operating efficiencies and flexibility and drive greater corporate profits. I'm your host, Andrew Zizis. During each show, I'll share one idea, one thought, or one focus as part of an overall discussion about driving opportunity, your company's real estate. How many times have I heard intelligent, accomplished finance executives and other executives say something like, well, if the company experiences financial challenges, we can always sell and lease back the real estate we own as a fallback. When I've heard that, in, that inaccurate statement, I realize that those very accomplished executives actually knew very little about real estate and even less about sale leaseback transactions. Sale leasebacks are unusual and are a bit peculiar. You see, sale leasebacks are not actually real estate transactions, or at least not solely real estate transactions. Of course, real estate's the basis for sale leasebacks. And the values in sale leaseback transactions are, of course, affected by traditional metrics, such as market sale prices and rents. And those values are also affected by external factors, such as business and consumer sentiment, interest rates, inflation, domestic and global economic factors, and, and more. But some would say that real estate while a foundational catalyst in a sale-leaseback transaction is almost the least important component. You see, sale-leasebacks are structured primarily based not on the value of the real estate, but on the rental stream that the seller slash future tenant will pay during the course of the leaseback term. The rental stream comes with a valuation that along with other factors such as investor profile, ROI requirements, various risk assessments, and more, come together along with considerations for the real estate itself to determine the value of the sale. And since the value of the sale is determined based in large part on the rental stream, the future cash flows of the sale leaseback transaction, then the security of that cash flow is based on the buyer's opinion of the risk profile and creditworthiness of the seller future tenant. So simply stated, a sale leaseback is less a real estate transaction and is every bit of a structured finance transaction. And as CFOs, you're familiar with that. Sale leasebacks are great vehicles when a company seeks to monetize owned real estate without relocating or disturbing operations, basically in a form of a paper transaction. Depending on, upon the specific transaction structure and tax treatment, sale leasebacks can also serve to move real estate into off-balance sheet transactions. But even those are changing. So since sale leasebacks are dependent upon the creditworthiness of the seller future tenant, then as CFO, you can expect that the same criteria would apply to a sale leaseback as would any consideration by investors seeking to invest in your company or banks or lenders who might seek to lend capital to your company. So contrary to how some misinterpret the true benefits of sale leasebacks, they are transactions that are not insurance policies for failing companies. Strong credit wins the day. However, they are exciting and beneficial transactions when deployed by well-run and financially sound companies seeking to monetize or move own real estate off balance sheet. I hope these insights about sale leasebacks will be helpful to you in better understanding how best to deploy them 
and your commercial real estate. If you'd like to learn more, email me at andrew.zezas at cfointel with two L's.com. Tune in next week when I'll share my views on intelligently deploying real estate when positioning your company for a liquidity event. Thanks for watching. This is Andrew Zizas for CFO Intelligence and for Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate. Thanks for joining us on Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate, presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizas. If you have questions about how best to optimize your company's real estate, email Andrew at andrew.zezas at cfointell.com. If how you serve your company and your career would be enhanced by connecting with peer CFOs from around the country, visit cfointel.com to explore the benefits of becoming a CFO Intelligence member. While you are there, subscribe to CFO Intelligence Magazine, take the CFO Business Sentiment Survey, arrange to attend exclusive CFO events, and explore our other CFO-focused podcast series, CFOs in Motion and CFO Career Accelerator. That website again is cfointel.com, C-F-O-I-N-T-E-L-L.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast series on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate, presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizes. We'll see you next time. The opinions and views presented on this podcast by Andrew Zizes are his own and may not be relied upon as fact. The opinions and views of others who appear on this show are their own as well and may not be relied upon as fact or for any other purpose. Opinions and views and other information are provided for general information and educational purposes only.